You're listening to Pigs in a Podcast, the official K-Pig podcast featuring interviews with your favorite new and classic pig artists. Here's Jamie Coffis with a recent interview from Neighborhood Night. You are listening to K-Pig Radio. That's KPIG 107.5 Freedom, KPYG 94.9 Cayuca San Luis Obispo, and KPig.com. Streaming commercial free. It's Wednesday night. It's 9 o'clock. That means it's Neighborhood Night, which is brought to us by New Leaf Community Markets. We got a sponsor. They're, still, they're sticking with us two weeks in. That's a good sign. And tonight, I am happy to uh, welcome onto the program a new friend and a local dude, Rory Lynch, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Jamie. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, our pleasure. They, it's you know we're just saying, uh, done a bunch of these on the phone, done a handful in person too. We used to do them in person all the time, but now that's seeming to be less less the case. But I think we're going to get into more of a rhythm here going forward. But it's it's always so much more fun uh, in person. So thanks for making the trip down. Any time. It's my second time on the radio, and the first time was with K Pig with uh, Sleepy John. So. Well, I'm happy to be back. I'm comfortable here. Nice. Well, I'm a lot. I'm a lot nicer than Sleepy John. <laughs> you know what? So. My, that was one of my first. That was one of the first uh, coffee things too. Was hanging out uh, in the old studio with with Sleepy John. Sleepy John. We didn't even have a gig to promote or anything, but my mom like knew him somehow and got us on the Please Stand By show, and we were just like super green. Didn't know what we were doing, but that's he was kind of one of the first guys to get the whole thing in motion. So. We shared Same that. for me. Yeah, yeah it was right awesome. He was super sweet. He had his dog here, and uh, we accidentally went on the air for like 10 minutes <laughs> before we went on. We didn't know. We were talking. We were just like worried. What did we talk about? Like, why we were on the air? Oh, uh, a little glimpse behind the curtain. That's hilarious. That's classic, classic Sleepy John. Um, right on. Well, uh, we're, we got plenty to talk about. We got a new record out that's called uh, Sitting on the Well. You got some shows yeah. coming up. And uh, and uh, but let's hear a song first. How about? Sure. Yeah, this is one of the tunes off the record. It's called Trustafarian. One of my favorite tunes off it. Nice. Here goes nothing. This guy Brown ride a drift. Dresses like a Frisco gypsy You never catch him in shoe And all the uppies, they call him a hippie, yeah His best friend's his dog His ex-wife, she hates him He's always talking about the war that he was in But no one knows which one or how old it is Some say he's a doctor's son Living off checks from his trust fund Others say he just sells grass You can't believe whatever you want Yeah, 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 yeah In the camp, yeah, and he sleeps in his van at the state park. He leaves just as soon as the sun comes up, so he doesn't have to pay that fee. And he drives along that coast, pulls over when he finds a good break, and he paddles out all alone. I want to, two, three, four. Some say he's a lawyer's son, living off checks from his trust fund. Others say he just sells grass. Can't believe whatever you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
last time that someone heard from him Said he took his blue van to Baja, California Loaded the surf rack, bought a pound of New Jack Dog a ride in front seat and never gonna look back No, no, never gonna look back Yeah, do you know Just a far-e-un Always up to no good and living on the run Some say his kind won't last You can't believe whatever you want Yeah, yeah, some say He's a rich man's son Living off checks from his trust fund Others say he just sells grass You can't believe whatever you want All right Nice Trustafarian. Trustafarian. Yeah, I actually, uh, I wrote that song my first time coming out to Santa Cruz. I'm from Philadelphia, and uh, my buddy Jeff convinced me to take a road trip with him out here. And uh, I remember just that song was that just like 145 was just kind of ripping through my head. And then when I got back to the East Coast, I penned that down. Mm. Just Trustafarian, just kind of like it's an amalgam of a bunch of characters that I met in Santa Cruz, just surfing, jumping in the van. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun writing that one. Yeah, what was that like your first time out in Santa Cruz coming from uh, from the East Coast? Oh my gosh, it was a dream. Yeah. I was like, this place, ex- I didn't even know a place like this could exist <laughs> in America almost, you know? And uh, I came out, uh, the vegetables, you know, I came out for the vegetables because they're so good. You know, they were mm. illegal where I was from, some mm. of the vegetables out here. So I wanted to grow the vegetables mm. and uh, came out here for that. Interesting. Right on. Uh, well, it's different than uh, different than Philadelphia, uh, and it's a little different than New York City. You were there briefly, I read. I was in New York City working finance for um, like two odd years or something. Mm. I was working in finance for maybe five years after college, and I absolutely hated it. I kept quitting and everything. And um, Yeah, I was living in Queens. I love the city, but I wouldn't ever live there again. Mm. It's like weekends. It's, yeah. it's a mess. Yeah. It's, well, you you found you found the other thing, and and uh, yeah, we're glad we're glad to have you here. Um, let's talk about this record. Yeah, uh, it uh, it just came out. It's the debut record. My first record. Yeah. Wow, that's that's. What does that feel like? That, that's that's it's a big a weight, huh? Huge weight off my shoulders. I mean, I just I've been dreaming of making a record for so long. I did like EPs recorded with a lot of good friends, and uh, it was always fun. It was always like a side thing. Music was always a just something I did on the side. Mm. And then maybe like a year and a half ago, decided to take it seriously. And I was like, well, I wouldn't really want to do a record. I mean, I've just always dreamed of doing records, looking up to people like Brian Wilson and like Springsteen or something. Just, I don't know, put all my effort into to 10 songs. Or mm-hmm. There's 11 songs on the record. But yeah, I take it seriously, use good musicians and uh, try my best. And that's what came out. Yeah, so let's talk about the uh, the process of making it a little bit. Uh, yeah. uh, you're telling me you did it up at uh, at uh, Wind River. It was at Wind River Studios. So it was uh, fate as fate would have it. I was uh, I had just left my one job at the farm, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was surfing actually at Pleasure Point. I got out, and I knew this really good guitar player, Frank Buchanan. And... Uh, I just get out of the water and I just go up to him and I was like, hey, I want to make a record. I heard you're the guy to talk to. And he, he showed me how to write charts and everything. And he, he charted out all my songs. Mm. He hired Ruben Rogers for bass and Zach Olson for drums. And I didn't know who these guys were. I was just kind of like, 
a stoner hippie just like, ah, oh, I just want to like play guitar and like whatever, you know? And mm-hmm. then he straightened me out and figured out, you know, how to put these songs on paper to then go into the studio and record them. So that was it. Then he hooked me up with Wind River, Keith Greninger too. It was super lucky. He was so nice. He, and then I, I recorded for two days there in August. And then I just recorded bass and drums and then uh, brought a bunch of people over the next few months to re- record the rest. Oh. But uh, I had most of the songs... I think I wrote most of the songs before the studio. I wrote like I added three songs that summer. Actually, no, I wrote five songs that summer. Half of it I already had had done before that, and uh, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, the writing process is so much more fun to me than all the rest. Yeah, yeah. Writing is the easiest part when it comes to you, and mm-hmm. then having to clean it up, getting getting it ready for the studio and for other musicians. That's the tough part, but. You got to do both. So, mm-hmm. well, I heard a bunch of. I mean, you 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 were telling me you didn't even have to tell me who some of the people were because I totally like I heard Patty, Patty Maxine on there, and I knew that AJ played on there. I heard 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 that mandolin coming in on the. Uh, what what song was that? Was that on? Uh, She's on Johnny in the Well. Johnny in the Well. That's what I thought. Yeah, Terry Lee, who plays violin on five of the tracks, actually like six of the tracks, she hooked me up with AJ. And I, I just needed that mandolin. Mm-hmm. I, I heard her play at Moe's one time, and I just really wanted that mandolin on Johnny and the Well, which is like uh, an, an Americana traditional kind of track. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's all locals. We're, like, we're so fortunate in Santa Cruz to have so many good local musicians that I had Patty Maxine on lap steel. I had Taylor Ray on background vocals. AJ Lee, like you said, is on mandolin on one of the tracks. Terry Lee, phenomenal violinist. She was on six of the tracks. Zach Olson on drums, Ruben Rogers on bass, who's, I mean, he's like Grammy-winning bassist. He's amazing. Um, I, I hope I don't forget anybody. Oh, Nick Bianchini on trumpet and flugelhorn, too, which is on a few of the tracks. He's <laughs> yes. really good. And then Spencer Peterson. Yeah, I couldn't forget that guy. He's on, I think he's on six of the tracks as well, playing piano and some organ. So I just pieced it together with all these local uh, musicians, and it turned out just wonderfully i didn't have to tell them too much i was just like here's the song uh-huh. do what you want with it and they had so much fun and it was cool to give my art to other people and see what they came up with yeah that's kind of see, that's kind of my favorite part is uh I, I agree with you like the writing there's two i have two favorites and see what see what you th- think about this number one is like that like you're saying that kind of moment where the song is occurs yeah. and you've, you've like okay i've written a song maybe it's not finished but you're like okay i can see the end of the tunnel here. I see. I, I got an idea. This is oh, good, yeah. right? That's. I think we can all agree on that. That little spark. That's pretty that's, fun. That's yeah. like that's a chasing a high. But the other fun part is getting, like you said, is uh, getting other people involved with that and seeing how they kind of interpret it and then kind of throw it back to you in, in a in a different way than you might have expected. That kind of changes your thinking on it and uh, kind of expands your mind uh, regarding. Uh, the song that you made up, but they made even way better. Absolutely. I think it, it changed me in a sense that I used to be very um, narrow-minded of it. I was like, this is how my song has to sound. Mm-hmm. This is what I want it to sound yeah. like. And then I threw all that out the, the window, and it's just like, who knows what it's going to sound like. This right. is how it sounds like to me, but let people do whatever they want. And it always actually, when you have that mindset to just letting anything happen, it usually comes out more beautiful than what you would have right. expected. And sometimes, all right, that being said, every once in a while it doesn't come out <laughs> yeah, that sure, sure. good. But <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's worth it to just throw caution to the wind and just 
just see what's how somebody else interprets it because everybody hears it differently. Everybody, yeah, they might make your song that much better. So yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's something that that uh, you know newer musicians will have trouble with. And I remember going through that myself, mm -hmm. which is you get really, like you said, narrow minded, and you get specific about because you you know you have these these things in your mind that. This is what's happening in the song. This part of the song is happening this way. And I don't know why, what that is, where that comes from, but at the, somewhere along the way, you realize that that doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. there's going to be more songs. There's going to be more bridges. It doesn't have to be just this way. So I think that's, that's really cool. I mean, I, I don't think I had it figured out after one album. It, well, took, it took me a while to get that one figured out. Well, I say one debut out, but I've been trying my hand at recording for so long. Yeah. So there's a lot of, you know, woodshedded songs right. before this record and seeing it done the wrong way. And and to I I think sometimes you can be a little stubborn on a song if there's like a particular song, but overall it, it wouldn't be a good way to act. But like right, once right. in a while, if you're yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, I have a very particular way I want this to sound, that's okay, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but it's like why don't you try both? Why yeah, don't you yeah. try it your way, but then try it their way too? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's one of the biggest skills you can you can learn. I think in the, in a recording studio is just to be open to anyone's idea and try to be a team player and try to just because that's what that's where the magic happens is when is when uh, people can come together to make an idea bigger than a collective group of folks. Absolutely, I think that's all the best records and songs yeah. like. Uh, when Eric Clapton came to, he was in Florida, and Dwayne Almond put on, uh, what's that, Layla. Mm -hmm. he, he, Dwayne Almond came to the studio and laid all, like a lot of those like key riffs. No, 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 no. He put that on there, and then you can't imagine that song without the right laps or the steel or the slide guitar. Slide guitar, yeah. And it's like Eric Clapton being open to that, like mm -hmm. another amazing guitarist, yeah, like, allowing another amazing guitarist to be on his track. And totally. Beautiful. Uh, all right, yeah, the record is sitting on the well. Uh, we just heard one off of it, a, a cool one called Trustafarian, yeah. uh, a, a, an East Coaster's view of uh, uh, Santa Cruz, I yeah. guess. Uh, well, let's hear another one. Yeah, for sure. This is uh, one of my favorite tunes off the track. It's called I Won't Wonder Why. Let me fix this mic real quick. brother on the street last night, he didn't recognize me, he didn't know where he was, should be a crime just to see, so doesn't people just like that make you wanna cry, make you wanna cry, why, why? Some empathy If it all ends In tragedy I won't wonder why I won't wonder why yeah, yeah. 
riches could fall into your hands Will you try to help out your brother? Would you lend a hand if you had the chance to do all to others? Money and power might change a man, but I know that love can too. Why are we out here fighting just for bread? Makes me wanna cry. Makes me wanna cry. Why, why? When will we learn? We gotta show everybody some empathy. If it all ends in tragedy, I won't wonder why. I won't wonder why. Why, why? So many people lonesome. Drifting away, lost soul, trapped in a system with no one to listen, no one to guide. Nice little Beatles ending there. Yeah, it's an everybody. It totally <laughs> Love it. Everybody says that's that. not a everybody bad picks thing. Picks up on that. Yeah, right that's, that's all good. That's all good. I uh, wanted to say one thing real quick. Yeah. I would be remiss if I didn't thank Dave Solly for engineering everything and recording it and helping me produce the album. He stuck by my side when I've had a, I had a couple freakouts during the album. Anyways, it was I was thinking of him when I was playing that song. I was thinking of you, Dave. Nice, cool. Yeah, it takes a, it takes a village. It takes a village. It takes a village. Yeah. Uh, right on. That's another one off the new thing that came out in uh, November. So pretty darn new, sitting yeah. on the well. Pretty spanking new. It's got a really. Um, I got a compliment. I know I talked to you about this the other time. I saw you, but I got to compliment you on the uh, the album artwork. It's yeah, really, it's really different. Gotta really give, unique. Got to give a shout out to Joff Jones. Yes. He's an amazing artist. Check out all his stuff at Joff, Joff Jones. J O F F J O N E S. And I actually met him at my buddy Andy Pancake's show. He's having Pancake Fest. Saw all of Joff's art, and like right away, I was like, mm. "Can you do my album?" Nice. And he's like, "Yeah, absolutely," and did it like pretty quickly. And but like got so into it, he was asking me every question in the book. He listened to the whole record, and 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 that's what came out of it. And I was just when huh. he gave me the canvas, I was I I was taken aback. It was so beautiful, and I was like. If the album's not any good, at least people will buy it for the artwork. That's where I got the <laughs> yeah. artwork really good. Yeah, nice. It looks great. Uh, it's 
So uh, Sitting on the Well is the name of it. There's some show. You're playing around town a little bit. You got one uh, coming up Friday at New at Nubo. Nubo or New, Brewing, yeah. New Bohemian Brewing over there on 41st. Yeah. It's a fun little spot. Six to eight. Yeah, come on out, guys. Yeah, right on. And you've been you've been kind of doing a lot of those uh, those kind of troubadour solo shows. Um, uh, you did a few down in Carmel recently. You got a few more in Scotts Valley coming up. Um, yeah, I play down at Folktale Winery a lot, which is a, a beautiful winery down in Carmel Valley. And I'm playing a gig in February. I'm not sure when I'm playing it, but I played a couple. Uh, I play usually twi- once or twice a month there, and it's a lovely spot if you like wine, if you like good views, if you like Carmel. Yeah, um, yeah, that's all good. <laughs> how do you like those? How do you like doing it by yourself? It's you go from these songs with a bunch of, of, of folks on it, and then you got to kind of switch I do it gears by a little bit all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, well, it's I make more money. That's that's to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think there's. I've always thought that if I can't make the song sound good by myself, then it's not going to sound good with a band. Mm. I don't know if that's completely true, but I think it helped me so much because there was nobody to fall back on. I only had myself and my guitar, so I had to be on. Um, yeah, yeah. So it definitely strengthened my character. I mean, because I mean, I've had horrible nights when I just I haven't gotten booed, but not playing great, people not feeling it, you know. And and you work yourself through those those years. I mean, it takes took me years, but uh, um, and getting comfortable. It just becomes like a muscle you can flex, like a, a, yeah, it's just becomes natural, like breathing, just getting up on the stage and playing for people. Then now I'm more comfortable playing solo, and now I want to play more with a band because it's a whole different breed. You have to play with other people. It is nice because you get, you know, you can give somebody a solo. Um, it, it's not all on you. Uh-huh. And then I can focus more on just trying to work the crowd, trying to sing more, and then let other people showcase their talents and share the stage. And I, I, I do always say to myself after I play with a band or even with just one other person, I have a lot more fun. Yeah. So I'm trying to get away from playing solo, but again, it's, it's been my bread and butter and I'm very used to it, but uh, yeah, I don't know where I'm now I'm trailing off. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I'm, you know, it's something I've, I've dabbled in, but I've always had, it's always been me and Kellen for the most part. So I've only done it a handful of times, and even going from the band down to two two of us or three of us, we, you know, we do, we'll do a lot. We used to do a lot of trio gigs. We used to do a lot of four piece gigs. We still do from time to time, but that just taking some of the layers away, just like it gets, it changes everything so much, and it just, and then to get it down to just one, I've done, like I said, I've done it a few times. It's scary. It's like it's a whole new. Whole new world. So the, the ability to, like you said, to flex that muscle is, I think, very valuable. Thanks, man. Well, I think it was just like being here. Like I was really nervous until I played my first song, and then it just kind of just wears down after a minute. Like after you play that first it's song, just, everything kind of melts music. away. Yeah, it's just music. Yeah, and it's about having fun. I mean, uh-huh. I've just I learned how to play music in front of people by just playing in front of my friends. Like just having my friends coax me into playing at a party. Just like, hey, yo play that song you were playing for me earlier. Oh, and then like playing around these little crowds and seeing their reaction, just like a genuine reaction from your friends spurred me to then be like, oh, maybe I could do this in front of a stage. And then with that being said, you should probably treat it like you're playing for 
your friends mm-hmm. and it works a lot better. I try to tell people like um, who ask me advice, like I just, when you're going to play a bar or a, a party or anything, be at that party. Mm. Be at that bar like you're going to the bar for the night. You'll probably play great. Don't act like you're entertaining them. Just be like you're there hanging out with them and they're your friend. And that helps me a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I haven't heard I haven't heard that. That's nice. Uh yeah, I think that's very good advice. Uh let's hear another tune. What do you say? Let's do it. I've got I gotta look at the record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's do uh, do, 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 do. Um, I'm gonna play a new tune. Yeah, great. How about that. Yeah, so you know that's funny. People always play new tunes on this show. That's kind of like I, yeah. I don't I don't tell them to do it, but that seems what. So what listen seems to, to the record. This great. song is not on the record. It's gonna be on hopefully the next one. It's a it's a different style. I kind of wanted to just I wanted to uh, show people where I'm heading. Yeah, love it. This one's called No Longer as Queen. It's like this. Uh, Bossa Nova song. Well, she was still in love with him, but she was no longer his queen. Someone took her place, or so it seemed. Still under his spell Never wanted to be free Lest he changed his mind She held the key Yes, she was, yes, she was, yes, she was Under his spell Under his spell Never made a plan because she thought he would reach out. He never did. Mouth trumpet solo. I should have tuned this thing. Sounds great. When she had enough Yeah, she took her plane to Spain Drank good wine and danced away her pain She let go of her old rose And her heart was hers again Just then she got a letter from her friend He heard that she just had left He told her he missed her soul He asked why she had to go When he needed her the most She abandoned him Well, she threw away his key And then she burned that letter She knew she was better without him 
Yes, she was. 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 Another mouth trumpet solo? We ready? Yeah. How about a guitar solo? Here we go. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Sounds thanks. great. Nice tune. It's a lot of fun playing that one. I love being able to bring out the mouth trumpet. A lot of fun listening to it. Uh, yeah, and I, I meant to compliment you on your whistling earlier, too. <laughs> My mouth is kind of dry, actually. Yeah, you're doing that. good. You sound great. I think that's what happened when I playing solo a lot. I had to fill in mm -hmm. other instruments, so I had to use I had to whistle or Yeah, something. whistling? I mean, whistling is, is hard. It's it's very hard, and you need to, and you make it look easy. So good oh, job. Thank you. Yeah. I actually was the last person to learn how to whistle, like out of my friend group. I always remember that. Yeah, it took me a second too. I'm still not very good at it. I can't do it on a microphone like that. I can't do it over. I can, you know, I, I whistle you go all the away. time. It's tough when you go right into yeah. it. It blocks the wind and mm. it like messes it up. So it's I, tough. And sometimes I still mess it up on a mic. It'll like get real loud. And yeah, yeah. Sound like wind blowing against it. Mm -hmm. So. Um, yeah, I should teach a whistling class. You That's should. Probably what yeah, I should do. Yeah, yeah you should. <laughs> well, uh, Rory Lynch. Uh, I'm, I'm always bad at saying the artist's name a bunch of times. I'm supposed to do that a million times it's during okay. the interview. But Rory Lynch is who we're talking to. The new record is Sitting on the Well. Uh, uh, you got a performance coming up locally here at Nubo on uh, 41st. On Friday, on Friday, yeah, yeah. which is a which is a good thing. What time is that at? That's at six to eight, and then I have uh, Malone's in Scotts Valley on Saturday from six to eight, and then next month I'm playing Steel Bonnet, February eighteenth. What's up, Kristen? She works there. Nice. Uh, and um, a few other spots. Yeah, I play Shanty Shack a lot. Shout out to them. They've always given me a bunch of gigs. I love that spot. Woodhouse Brewing. I'm playing February ninth. Mm. Um, and I'm always. Picking up gigs left and right. I play parties. I'll play anything. I'll, I'll play anywhere. <laughs> that's a good way to be. That's a good way to be. I, re I respect that. Uh, that's cool, man. I think we're getting back into, uh, you know, the, the, this crazy winter is kind of mellowing out a little oh, yeah. bit. And it might be time to start checking out some, uh, some outdoor music and whatnot yeah. coming up this next month. So Rory Lynch will be around town. Keep an eye out for, for him and, 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 uh, I'll, I'll try to catch you somewhere. I'm Thanks, sure I'll be able yeah, to. Yeah, I look great. forward to it. That'd be fun. And uh, we'll go out on one another tune off the album. We're going to do uh, I'm Only Going to Make You Cry. Yeah, this is more of like a heartfelt kind of country ballad. And uh, and it's for all you piggies out there. I just want to say that. <laughs> and uh, I got a hog call for you, baby. I had to do that. I had to do that for you. That's awesome, man. Uh, thanks for coming by, Rory, and uh, you know, come by again soon. We'll we'll get this I, figured out uh, very soon. You're, you're welcome anytime. And, I love to talk and play music. Thanks so much, Jamie. Thanks for having me. You got awesome. it, man. Thank you, and thank you to New Leaf Community Markets, and thank you all for listening. Let's go out on one. Thanks for listening to Pigs in a Podcast. 
Remember to check out the entire archive at kpig.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, and we'll send you the newest episodes automatically as soon as they're ready. Thanks again, piggies.